Howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today, answers matter more than ever before. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage customer questions with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to work for any industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash Watson Assistant. Buckle up for an unfiltered dose of comedy. Full disclosure, I've had a lot of sex, but honestly, having sex with me is like buying a Prius. It's much quieter than you'd expect. Epics presents Unprotected Sets. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, Audio Up News Network, podcast for the end of the world. This is what we do every Friday. Zach Selwyn and Liam Farrell coming at you here. What's up, everybody? Liam's in Brooklyn. I am in L.A. And we are talking about what is going on in the world this past week. Dude, things are getting shittier. <laughs> shittier and shittier. And no one has toilet paper, so it's terrible. Is toilet paper running out in Brooklyn? Toilet paper is actually on, the, on its way back. Uh, it's paper towels that are still... Oh. My buddy said he's been using tortillas. Oh, that works. Yeah. That might just be a yeah, Southern, think, Southern California thing. I don't know. I think I've had that meal at uh, Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. New York City, very well known for its Mexican food, by the way. I'm sure. Um, yeah. How you been? Did you have a decent week? Had a decent week? Yeah. Um, you know, you know it, it all felt like about two and a half days this whole week. Uh, just because right. everything's like blurring together. Um, but no, we're, we're, uh, holding up well. Um, we're doing good. How about you? I'm hanging in there, man. Uh, you know, everyone's healthy so far. I want to send some uh, prayers and love out to anyone suffering through this and try yes. and stay safe out there. And the people who like, uh, Mr. Schlesinger from fountains of Wayne who passed away yesterday, that was a hard one to swallow there. And I, I just, I was looking at your notes for this week and you were saying it's going to get worse with celebrities, uh, getting COVID-19. What do you mean by that? Well, this is actually sort of a thought that I had a while back, like a year or two ago, um, where, you know, every time, every once in a while, you'll get those weeks where like three people die in one week and you're like, oh my God, what's happening? And I don't think that that's the only, I think that's only unusual because we now have so many more celebrities, you know, than, you know, our parents did. Cause right now it's, everyone gets really sad if like the next door neighbor from Punky Brewster dies or something (laughs) like that. It was, oh my God, I love that. You know, a lot of stuff going on. I noticed that you made a note that Hobby Lobby is staying open as an essential business. All Every other business in the world is closed, but Hobby Lobby is staying open. What's going on with that? Yeah, they try to stay open. They try to um, sell themselves as an essential uh, industry, which they are not. But the, it's funny, the, hobby by definition is the opposite of essential. It's something that you do <laughs> in your spare time as just something to... Uh, occupy your time or scratch an an itch of an interest that you have. Um, The Hobby Lobby CEO actually tried to use the excuse that they're essential because if people didn't have hobbies and he said they would quote, die of boredom. Wow. um, Which 
I respect the move, but uh, shut not it down. Buying it. It shut it down. Yeah. What, what the fuck is a Hobby Lobby? Is that like you go in there to buy like knitting stuff and model airplane glue and shit like that? Yeah, I, I mean, I've been to a, a Hobby Lobby, I think once or twice. And yeah, it's just exactly, it's RC cars. It's like like dad hobbies. It's not like- I, Right. What a horror, Hobby Lobby. Shut your doors, probably forever. I mean, do we ever need to see some guy building a remote control, you know, model airplane again? You know, we have drones now. And as far as dying of boredom, there's alcohol and there's weed. So chill out, yeah. homie. Speaking of alcohol, consumption of alcohol is up 55% during this pandemic. Hey. I don't see a difference in my routine. See, I'm just a mess. So, you know, that's a different story. But that's crazy. 55% uh, people. I mean, they're also saying, you know, uh, people who are in the programs, AA and whatever, there's a lot of relapsing going on, which is a serious issue. And I also noticed today an AA meeting that was happening over Zoom was Zoom bombed by a bunch of dudes drinking whiskey, yelling out like, alcohol rules, bro! Um, <laughs> you pussies! Jingle Jared you know, strikes again. It might have been Jingle Jared. Whatever it was, it was, there's a new thing called Zoom bombing where you go on to like someone else's meeting and you just harass them. And AA meetings are getting hit up pretty hard by, you know, people out there who are, who are boozing. So it's like the new troll, you know, the Zoom bomber. I mean, I like the idea. I think it's a little bit uh, mean-spirited to do AA meetings. We should focus our efforts on, like, clan rallies, clan Zooms Thank or you. something like that. Yeah. Clanzoom.com. Let's that, bomb those, yeah. Can we get clanzoom.com? Producers, can we register clanzoom? Great. Yeah, go, go rate a clan meeting. Do not go fuck up an AA meeting. These people are fighting every day for their lives, and this is a very hard yes. time to stay sober for anybody. You know? I mean, it's 11 a.m., and I'm already like, huh, what do I have, what do I have to drink tonight? Uh, what else is going on, man? What's up with the uh, face mask? Do you have a face mask out there? I don't have a face mask. I have one um, that I think is getting made for me right now. Uh, mother-in-law is knitting it. Uh, that's nice. So I'm very excited to see what that's going to look like. Um, <laughs> it's going to be like made out of yarn. Like what? <laughs> yeah. She's knitting you a yarn face mask. Yeah. Uh, I guess I mean, that works. I'll definitely rock that. I keep reading about um, designer fashion brands are coming out with their own face masks. There's a couple of uh, fashion houses that have shut down production uh, to focus on just making masks. Okay. Uh, which is great. And we need more of that kind of stuff. Yep. Um, but why not have a little fun with it and brand it? Get like a Louis Vuitton mask. Sure. Uh, Gucci mask. Fubu mask that's just a little bit baggier. and <laughs> A Fubu mask. If Fubu... Yeah wanted to make a splash back in the marketplace because it's been a long time since 2005 if they came back with a hot mask i could see it for us by us fubu there's something like that yeah cool j ll cool j was like their spokesman give him a fubu mask and have him just go on social media and blow that shit up what other clothing companies are making masks anything else out there we need to have oh yeah i saw an ad for uh old navy is coming out with a cargo mask which is there just we like go a tacky mask it's got a pocket on <laughs> yeah the abercrombie and fitch 30 pocket cargo mask yeah pre-ripped they put their own holes in it so you yep. don't have to wear yeah. it yourself but it's not enough to let the virus go through it's just enough to have a little fashion um let's see what else april fools uh just happened uh not the biggest april fools day we've ever seen i think most people were staying away from from pranking and stuff like that um which is a good thing i mean i uh I hate April Fool's Day. I, I had an incident in fourth grade, which is about 30 years ago yesterday, 
where I broke my arm the weekend before April 1st, and I came to school with a cast on my arm. This is a huge left arm break. I fell off a basketball rim when I was trying to, like, hang on it and be cool. And what happened? All the people at my school, all the kids were like, oh, that's fake, that's fake. And they started beating me up and hitting my arm and beating my cast. So I had to, I have to relive that every April Fool's Day. So, by the way, all those kids out there from Tucson, Arizona in 1984, go fuck yourselves. Yeah, that's really, really mean. It was mean, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's really happened to me. I got my the, like people just like flicking my arm, like hitting me. And I was like, oh, you guys are mean. Oh, what a stupid joke. And then, of course, I came with it the next day and they were like, we are so sorry. Damn. Well, jokes on them, because how many of them have a podcast? Probably all of them. <laughs> all that broken arm did was ruin my baseball career. So, you know, had to get into comedy. Obviously, that's going great. We had a, uh, I had a friend on Facebook, this is real, who um, posted a thing about like, okay, guys, um, some of you know, I'm going into uh, surgery tomorrow. She's a very voluptuous woman. I'm going into surgery. I'm finally getting my introduction. Uh, and everyone's like, haha, yeah, right. Yeah, huh. you would mess with like, what God gave you. And uh, well, it turned out to be true. She's really. She got the breasts reduced, huh? Yeah. Interesting. God I, bless. God bless them. I mean, you know. Um. I've had that surgery, actually. It's a quick in and out procedure. It. You need it. Is it? Get rid of the yeah. moobs. Yeah. The Rock had that surgery. What? Yeah, isn't that weird? Dwayne Johnson, like, seven, eight years ago, was like, yeah, I was gaining a little weight, so I had my breasts, like, taken down. I was like, what? The Rock? Come on. It just, they just pulled his muscles out? Does it do I know. I think muscles? he had some, like, flab in there or something. Ooh. I don't know. I'm sure there's some sordid steroid history in his past, but I don't know. Yeah, we'd love to have you on the show, Dwayne, to discuss this. Friend of the show, friend of the show, Dwayne Johnson. Uh, what's going on? Uh, tell me about what's going on with the Coast Guard and all the cruise ships that are like stuck at sea. Yeah, so the people that all those cruise ships that had people test positive for COVID, yeah, uh, they've been waiting to get back some of them for weeks. Um, and they're not allowed back, they have to stay, uh, you know, a little bit away from port and just wait until further instructions. And (laughs) so you're just stuck in the middle of an ocean floating around with like. 300 infected people. Yeah, which I understand. You know, let it run its course and don't infect any other people. But um, that's got to suck for everybody on the boat, especially the boat staff. Right. I mean, they didn't ask for this. They, they probably, you know, they were going to make their money, go back to, um, I'm sure they're from all over the world. So they, they all convene in like Tampa or wherever they get on these boats and then they work for a couple months and then they go back with money. Uh, but now they're stuck on here and I don't know how they're getting food. And I'm wondering how much of the like, recreational activities are still operational like do they still do the magic show on monday nights yeah is shuffleboard on the lido deck still going down yeah uh, i mean the I've, boat I, comic yeah there's always the as a guy who's performed on cruise ships before uh but boat people really? are weird people yeah i went on yeah. a baltic sea cruise uh last year it was beautiful but i was lucky to be there when no one was sick but when you go on a cruise there's some serious shit there's a morgue like below deck, like six levels below deck. There's a boat morgue. There's a jail. Like there's I've some, seen the jail. Yeah, boat jail. I did not did the not break. know about the the crypt. Yeah. Imagine if, if this thing starts turning people into zombies and we haven't realized it yet. There's like a oh my one month like cooling time. And Wait, then all the people on this boat, that's a screenplay idea. That's a brilliant screenplay right there idea. A boat like a boat cruise turns all these people into zombies. They all get off in like Manhattan. And just trounce the city. Yeah. All right. Let's get Jordan Peele. Can we call Jordan Peele? Let's get him on the line. Another friend of the show. Um, 
You know what I noticed yesterday on the internet? People noticed in the remake of Little Women that came out by Greta Gerwig came out last year. Uh, people noticed that there were several stray water bottles in the background of the movie's scenes, uh, which I think is hilarious when this happens. Like it happened on Game of Thrones. Remember last year, like someone found a coffee cup in the back of like some crazy scene. Like there's a mug of like Starbucks or something. Yeah, the Night King and something spice. Right. Like, but who are these people who are like the stage designers who leave a sparklets bottle in a 1940s period piece? Like, come on, you had one job. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I'd, by that season, people had sort of checked out with the way everything had been going. So I wouldn't, you know, oh. I, I feel like a careless mistake could be made here or there. Okay. And I've seen it. It's, I remember in that movie, uh, The Ed, End of the Innocence or something, Michelle Pfeiffer and John Malkovich. Mm. There's a famous, famous still from that photo of Michelle Pfeiffer going to kiss him. And in her hands, she has a little tube of certs, breath mints. Oh. Yeah. And like, it, and then there was the thing in Cats where Judy Dench had a watch on. Oh, I missed that. You know? Yeah. And then my favorite was in Troy, that Brad Pitt uh, homoerotic leather diaper Trojan war movie. There was a airplane flying overhead in one of the scenes. Oh, yeah. How do you miss yeah, that? I I don't know. I remember a similar thing, uh, that show Man vs. Wild, where the guy was supposed to be like way out in the wilderness somewhere. Right. And then in the background, you see like an SUV drive by. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's one of our things we'd like. If you guys spot any of those things in movies out there, please send them our way because I am fascinated with stuff like that. Uh, that show, Dave, have you been watching it? Little Dicky, former uh, employee or, or artist signed to the company that we kind of spawned off of jingle punks he's the star of dave and apparently that show's doing well huh it's doing real well yeah um apparently apparently the number one comedy on fx uh, historically has been atlanta but he is on pace little dickie's on pace to uh surpass that uh very soon uh so how, wait, wait, wait. And- how, how, how does atlanta qualify as a comedy one two how is it not always sunny in philadelphia with their 38 seasons was always sunny always on fx yeah yeah oh wow i guess you're right but yeah i mean that all i know is that if you haven't seen the dave billboards like you drive around town when we used to be able to leave the house and there's just a guy with a beard and a little jufro peeking out of the crotch of some boxer briefs great for my kids to look at when we went to school they loved it yeah, he used to uh, come into the office and uh, work on collaborate on some tracks. And I remember um, we had tasked one intern to um, just just be a fly on the wall and shoot some candid content uh, with their phones. And this intern was being annoying as hell to <laughs> Lil Dicky, uh, his manager, everybody. He was just like asking questions, and everyone was getting so fed up with him. But Dave was the nicest, the most patient person with this intern. Um, so big shout out to Dave, nice guy inside and out. Uh, we wish you the best on your show. Yeah, buddy. Dave FX. We'll have little Dicky on the show eventually. Guarantee you. Yeah, for sure. You know, uh, speaking of little Dicky, uh, you got a cameo message from Andy Dick. Yeah. Um, so my birthday was on Tuesday and I don't know if you guys are familiar with cameo, but basically, um, you can pay whatever fee there's a website where you go and you can search celebrities they all have a fee set and you just uh, you know pay for them to give you a personalized birthday message or congratulations right, or whatever. Right. Um, How much did you have to pay for uh, Andy Dick? I'm not sure, actually. I didn't want to look it up because some friends uh, got it for me. And, um, you know, I just appreciated that they okay. knew how much of a dickhead I always have been. <laughs> yes. I know 
I know Andy's a little bit of a polarizing uh, character in Hollyweird, but um, I've always been a huge fan. And he went above and beyond and um, did a 10 minute like wow. TED talk. Basically. Wish me, uh, he played slide whistle, which is his primary instrument. Um, and, you know, gave me some pointers on stand-up comedy, comedy writing, all that kind of stuff. And uh, it was really good. I Do sent him an email it? afterwards. Yeah, send it. We'll, we'll feature just a little snippet right here of Andy Dick's cameo to Liam. 34. I was 20. When I was 20, you were just being pooped out. Can you imagine that? Now you're 30. Now we're both old men. You're not, though. You're young. And so am I. Why would you call me an old man? That is, you are... You know what? I'm gonna take the birthday song back. By the way, you're in bed with me. I don't know if you like that. Wow, that was awesome, Andy Dick, giving you a little slide whistle, birthday song, and you were in bed. Sounds like he was uh, he was hitting on you. Uh, By the way, you're in bed with me. Way to go, bud. By the way, you're in bed with me. No better scene than Andy Dick describing to Will Ferrell's wife and her friends how to give a BJ. In old school, classic, oh, yeah. classic Dick. Classic. I didn't know you were a dickhead. Big time. <laughs> Is that what he calls his fan club? By the way, the dickheads. Because if he's not doing that, he should be. He should, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, we take our show pretty seriously here. But what I'm interested in, according to the Daily Beast, this was just announced. Uh, Adult Time, which is widely considered the Netflix of porn, is going to launch its own triple X late night show to provide subscribers with even more steamy content as we all remain self-quarantined. They have a late night show, which is going to be called Super Horny Fun Time. And it's going to feature popular adult performers doing solo masturbation shows, things like that, and answering questions, you know, like an Ask Me Anything where, you know, super porn fans can call and, and ask questions. What do you think, man? This is They're going from $19.95 a month for a subscription to the Netflix of porn, adult time. Or you can just get a three-day trial for $2.95. Is this going to work? Uh, I think it's going to work for about three days. Right. And once that, once that trial runs out, I think people will just remember <laughs> that they have their cell phones in their pocket and they can get all the stuff for free. That's it, right? I mean... Yeah. I've covered the Adult Video News Awards a few times in my career. Back when I was on Attack of the Show, I had to go to Vegas and interview these porn stars, and it's a short conversation. All right, thanks. That's exactly it. Oh, my God. They're always saying things like, lick me, you twat. Woo! (laughs) Video girls, woo! And then they just scream woo, and then there's a lot, normally a lot of blow going around. And, uh... I was lucky to have interviewed, you know, Alexis Texas. Yeah. And, uh, you know, who else? Kirsten Price, uh, Tara Patrick, and of course, Manaconda. Ooh, the classics. Yeah, Manaconda was was like a one-time guy, but he, my Jesus Christ. Yeah. He gave me a signed DVD, which is very exciting. That's cool. Yeah, but, you know, I don't know. If people are going to watch the late night of porn when you can just pick it up on the old cell phone. Uh, but you never know. I mean, there are super fans out there who follow like every scene certain performers do. I was never that guy. It's sort of like what I'm feeling at the moment, you know? Right. Did you ever get, uh, did you ever get caught by the way? Uh, yeah. I mean, back in the days of, um, people get AOL on CDs and you uh-huh. load it up and we had a family computer. 
So uh, oh. that was right around the time when I was coming to that age in, as a boy and, uh, you know, looked around a little bit, a little bit. I think I, my first search was probably like slebs nude or something like that. Right. My parents, by dinner time, my parents had figured out what was going on. <laughs> celebs nude. Yeah. See, I was, I grew up in the time of the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue, ah. which was a whole different story. That was like all we had, but. You know, my son's almost 14. I, I can't imagine what the hell's going on in the back room. Anyway, uh, there you go. Let's subscribe. You know, if we can get our company to pay for a subscription, we will give you a review of Super Horny Fun Time. And, uh, you know, and I'm sure, I mean, look, they might get celebrities on yeah. there who might just go on and talk. Good idea. You know, we'll see. I don't know who's going to host it. I'm sure they'll get a real talented performer. Yeah, I think uh, Jonathan Price from The Two Popes uh, is going to be sure. uh, on season yeah i think he needs another gig or it'll be keegan michael key because that guy's not in enough stuff he is not we need more of him yep (laughs) super horny fun time anyway it's friday april 3rd hey you want to email us just email me at zach at audioup.com how about that that's my email i answer every email i get i get about two a day i will answer all of them huh and nice. then I'll forward it to Liam, who doesn't want to give out his email because he gets way too much fan mail. Way too much. <laughs> Podcast for the end of the world. It's the Audio Up News Network. I'm Zach Selwyn from LA. I'm Liam Farrell from Brooklyn. If you guys like what you're hearing, go subscribe. Give us a five-star review or a three-star review. We don't even give a shit. Drop us a review on what you think, and uh, hopefully we'll see you guys next week. Have a good week. Stay safe recover if you're sick please and uh protect yourself and your family at all costs just want to say have a good weekend everybody we'll see you next week hey folks my name is scott lips i'm a part-time ceo of a fashion agency and part-time drummer with courtney love i've been in the fashion and music space for many years and i'm here to bring you some insightful interviews into some of the best pop culture personalities we've had everyone from anthony kiedis from the red hot chili peppers to jay shetty to dove cameron tune in and catch up with lip service so listen to lip service on the iHeartRadio app apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Jingle Jared. In my former occupation, I was the biggest jingle writer of all time. Now I'm looking for a new job, speaking to every entrepreneur that I can find so I can find out what it's like to transition from one career to another. All of this expert advice has become the bedrock for a podcast I'm calling Occupational Therapy. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. y'all i'm uncle drank star of the ballad of uncle drank it is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me fictional golf and western country music pioneer uncle drank the series also stars luke wilson brian kelly chelsea lynn kinky friedman and billy zane as a talking blender named blendy you can find the ballad of uncle drank on sirius xm pandora stitcher or wherever you get your podcast